Hi folks and thanks for listening to this Tortoiseshack podcast. A little bit of housekeeping before we kick off. As usual, I'm asking you for your support. I want you to put your hands in your pocket and pay it forward so the Tortoiseshack can remain independent, ad-free, sponsor-free and not having to do some live reads for some Sky TV show or some other nonsense. Well, the podcasts we put out are free, the work clearly has a value. And the only way that keeps going is if some of you pay it forward so everybody else can listen. The easiest way to do it is click the link that says patreon.com forward slash tortoiseshack. It is at the top of the podcast you're listening to right now. You get a ton of extras for that, including all of our podcasts in one consolidated feed, totally plea free. So you don't have to listen to me beg, but beg I must. As Father Peter McVeary said to me before, people are brilliant at compassion. They're not so great at solidarity. But whatever about solidarity, I need your compassion. And it really is your compassion that gives us the price of a fancy cup of coffee once a month and keeps this show on the road. So one more time, patreon.com forward slash tortoise I'm shutting up now. Enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Echo Chamber Podcast. My name is Tony Groves and folks, we continue to cover events in Israel, Palestine and particularly with voices from Gazans themselves talking about their lived experience. And this conversation is one I had just a few moments ago with someone who is a legend in the anti-apartheid movement, himself a child of the Nakba, uh, Assad Abu Shark, who you've heard on the podcast a couple of years ago in relation to a book that they collated in terms of the shared struggle of um, hunger strikers who in, in, in the Irish cause for freedom and indeed in the prisons of Israel. It's no exaggeration to say the man is a living legend. And it was a great pleasure to speak to him again, but it was unfortunately under the most trying of circumstances. Um, Solidarity with Assad, his friends and family and everybody who has lost loved ones and the homes that they struggled to build since the Nakba of 1948. I'm going to shut up now and let you get to the interview. I am delighted to be rejoined on the podcast for the first time in quite a while um, by a legendary campaigner, anti, anti-apartheid campaigner uh, and Freedom for Palestine campaigner, uh, Assad Abushark, who posted this on his Facebook. Today, my house in the Rafah refugee camp was completely destroyed by American-supplied Israeli Air Force warplane F-35s. Six people of the families of relatives and friends who sought to shelter and safety in the packed house were killed and many other many others injured including children and women stop immediately the genocide war now and now and now Assad first of all before we start I want to say how sorry I am for the loss of your friends and family at your relatives and your and your home how are you uh well uh, you know the situation I'm uh, in, in Gaza my heart is with my own people because you know, this converges on them from uh, air, sea, land, and, uh, you know, they are using the most sophisticated, technologically advanced weapons given to them by the Americans and NATO and, you know, <laughs> European Union. And uh, the Palestinian people are, uh, you know, uh, innocent Palestinian people uh, are uh, just uh, uh, staying in their homes or fleeing or, and then uh, wherever they go. Uh, they are killed, uh, and if they are move, if they move from the south to the north, they will be killed. If they move from uh, north to the south, they will be killed. So uh, um, Gaza became a wasteland and a land of waste. I think everything is crumbling down, and uh, you know what? What 
uh, happened in Gaza exactly, around 30,000 tons of explosives that probably equals to uh, uh, nuclear bombs. And now the Israelis say probably they are going to drop a bomb on, you know, the Minister of Heritage, Israeli Minister of Heritage, and there is no reaction from the whole world. Whereas the Americans are still supporting and saying that the, the Israelis will continue to to annihilate and to uh, uh, exterminate the Palestinian people. This is a holocaust with the most advanced, technologically advanced weapons provided by those to Israel. And and when you say you know the 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 Palestinian people um, are being displaced, I know you know many of the people uh, personally. I, I I can you know I've spoken in the last few days to Zach Hania, who who you'd also know. Zach's family are were were in the um, Al Shadi uh, beach camp for the last number of years. That's where his home is, and he was forced to leave. And I haven't been able to make contact with him since he said he was heading towards the Al-Shifa hospital, which we also know has been targeted. Um, can I, you you know, you're, as I said, a, you're a lifetime campaigner, like, uh, just to give our listeners an, a, a, an idea, like, what age are you yourself, yourself Assad? Uh, myself? I'm 70. And and this, so you, you literally are a child of the Nakba generation. You see, uh, uh, yes, of course, my family moved from Ashkelon into the refugee camp of Rafah. Uh, I was born in the refugee camp of Rafah, Shabura refugee camp uh, of Rafah. And, uh, uh, you know, most of uh, the um, uh, inhabitants of Gaza Strip are refugees, 70% actually, mm-hmm. of the uh, 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 inhabitants of Gaza Strip were ethnically cleansed, ethnically cleansed in 1944. This is what we call Nakba. And now this is a Nakba plus. This is another Nakba, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, committed by Nazi-minded Israeli generals against the Palestinian people. And they are, you know, death is everywhere. They are killing everywhere. They are killing, you know, Gaza, as probably you are aware, is uh, uh, around 27 miles long and 6.5 miles wide. So this uh, in this uh, area, 2.2 million Palestinians are packed. And so wherever you, you shoot, you kill. You, you shoot, you kill. The most crowded area in the world, the most densely populated in the world. And now, uh, uh, as you know, there is the Israelis said it. They, they said it. No food, no medicine, no fuel. No, no, nothing to the Gaza Strip. And then they say, where well, are these people are, are uh, uh, human animals. Uh, Netanyahu said it. <clears throat> Netanyahu said it. We will, I quote Netanyahu, we will turn Gaza into an island of ruins. And even the president of Israel, who is the son of Hayim Harzug, and you know, Hayim Herzog is, is uh, uh, an Irish, you know. Mm-hmm. The yeah, yeah, I know, the, the Irish connections there, yeah. Yes, he said, I quote, there are no innocent civilians in Gaza. No innocent civilians in Gaza. Another minister said, now there is only one goal, Nakba, catastrophe. A Nakba that would dwarf the Nakba of 1948. Smotrich himself, uh, 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 ultra-religious, ultra-nationalist murderer, said to the Palestinians, you are here by mistake, because Ben-Gurion in 1948 
did not finish the job and threw you out. Another uh, uh, Zionist said, uh, Ezra Yakin is a retired general, said, we will wipe out their families, their mothers, their children. These animals must not be allowed to live any longer. Neftali Bennett said, I already killed lots of Arabs in my life, and there is absolutely no problem with that. Iyalit Shakid, she is supposed to be the Minister of Justice, imagine, said, said about the Palestinians, they should go and should their physical homes in which they raised the snakes. Otherwise, more little snakes will be raised there. And then Daniel Hagan, Daniel Hagan, this is the uh, military spokesperson, his general, look what he said. Imagine, we are dropping hundreds of tons of bombs on Gaza. The focus is on destruction, not accuracy. The focus is on destruction, not accuracy. And then another general, general uh, uh, said, animal humans will get treated accordingly. You wanted hell and we will get it to you. And then Labid says, we need to get the Palestinians out of our lives, out of our sides. <coughs> another member of Knesset said, powerful rockets to be fired without borders, Gaza to be smashed and raised to the ground without mercy. Benny Gant said, parts of Gaza were sent back to the Stone Age. A rabbi Eli Yashai, and he's uh, also uh, a minister, the goal of the operation is to send Gaza back to the Middle Ages. Only then will Israel be calm for 40 years. Avigdor Lieberman said, those who are against us deserve to have their heads chopped off with an axe. Look, th- these are the... T- and then I, another... I, I, can, I, can, can I come in for a moment and just say, I didn't want to interrupt you when you were in full flow because I think it's really important because we keep hearing reporting when you say things like this is a genocide, this is attempted ethnic cleansing, this is, you know, mass dis- displacement and murder. People say, oh, those words, they, they don't fit this definition. But the ministers and generals and, and indeed some of the things that have been said on like their tweets and their statements... They, they've said this is what they're doing. So we need to stop pretending that this is not the case. You know, it's, it's, it's a waste of time and we need to focus on how we call for a ceasefire. How do we call for them to... How do we force people to actually stop this butchering that's happening of, you know, 400 people on a daily basis? Every 10 minutes, someone is, is murdered in, in Gaza. And, and now they're deploying drones in the West Bank. Uh, and, like, you know, we must not lose sight of what's happening there as well. It's, 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 it's barbaric. And, and I'm so glad that you had, you know, that you broke that down. But even if we talked about for a minute... If you don't mind, just for a minute, if we spoke about how do we reach the world leaders to say, stop pretending this isn't genocide. It is. 
it is but i'll finish in one minute some quotes and then i will answer your question because okay, like, i want okay. everybody to know ben gafir um, a minister said uh, uh, the only thing that need to enter gaza the only thing are hundreds of tons of explosives from the air force not an ounce of humanitarian aid ehud olmert one of the former prime minister said israeli lives are worth more than palestinian lives another uh, uh, one sharon said it i'll give you a quote i wanted to encourage my soldiers by raping arabic girls as the palestinian woman is a slave for the jews and then uh uh, uh, uh ben once said we must expel the palestinians and take their place and uh, uh, began said the palestinians are peace walking on four uh now let me t- t- tell you now uh, uh i'll remind i'll remind you of what B- uh, 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 netanyahu said in his last speech he was quoting something from the torah he said i quote thou shalt blot out the remembrance of the amalek he means palestinians of today from under the heaven thou shall not forget and then you see and then you see there is the minister of of uh, heritage says <laughs> says we are going to nuke the possibility of nuking or dropping a nuclear bomb in Gaza is one of the options. So how can we stop that? I'll tell you, the Americans are leading the war. This genocidal war is led by America, by European Union. If Biden says to the Israelis, stop, the war would stop. But unfortunately, as you see, probably the Americans, especially Biden, Blinken, name them, and then they say the war will continue. The war is against the Palestinian people, against hospitals, schools, churches, uh, um, infrastructure. There is no food, there is no nothing. So I think America bears the full responsibility for this genocidal war, for this genocidal war. And if the Americans if biden orders because i think the america is leading the war orders netanyahu the war would stop but unfortunately the americans and the uh, uh, french and the british they are they are committing a genocidal war and they are themselves choruses and choirs of liars chronic liars about the palestinian people so unless the people in Europe, all the people in Europe, uh, forced their representatives and their governments to put pressure on America to stop this war. This war will continue, and and then then uh, uh, thousand and thousand probably they will finish off the Palestinians in Gaza Strip. And then the plan is the plan is, which is taken from the drawers of the Israeli War Ministry, is to drive the Palestinians out and to drive them out from Gaza, from the mass, uh, um, from the West Bank, from everywhere, and then to use their 
uh, a mighty air force provided by the Americans to kill them wherever they might be, in Egypt, in Jordan, in Lebanon, in Syria, or whatever. Uh, um, Assad, I, I would, I would also, I would, I'd love to hope that there won't be, um, because we've seen, you know, I think I, I was quoted, someone quoted me the other day when I said, you know, um, when I spoke to, I think it was Mohammed Shihada, we spoke about the, the, um, the Irish echoes of to hell or to Connacht, and this is very much, you know, to Sinai or die, um, and there does seem to be, you know, a, a, a Western reluctance to actually intervene. And we've seen huge protests, which, you know, might give you some heart. But without the United States, as you said, I believe I believe Joe Biden could stop this in one hour, one phone call, one 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 threat to pull four billion a year that they give to Israel. But they but they they use, as you as as has been described several times, Israel as their policeman in the Middle East. And it's their fulcrum. So there is. But, you know, and, and this before we even talk about what what um what we how we if we think about what israel are saying israel are saying they want to eradicate hamas but you 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 know how do you you can't eradicate an ideology by 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 crushing the people can i get your take on that before we wrap up yeah no, no i think it's not a matter of hamas it's not a matter of fatah they said that before about the popular front for the liberation of palestine and they said that about fatah and they say about jihad they said you know the matter they want to get rid of the palestinian people this is the plan this is what they want this is why they want to drive them out to sinai or to to jordan or whatever it is not a matter of hamad this is just uh, uh, you know as a cover for their propaganda for their uh, psychological warfare and, uh, uh, but the, the, uh, they want to get rid of the palestinian people and i you know ever since 1948 what they were doing they were ethnically cleansing the palestinian people ethnically cleansing the Palestinian people uh, 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 everywhere. It's not a matter of Hamas. Hamas, like any other uh, 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 freedom-fighting uh, organizations, fighting for the uh, uh, rights of the Palestinians. We are in state of self-defense. We resist occupation. We resist Zionist occupation. We resist the apartheid state of Israel. And apartheid is uh, according to international law, is a crime against the humanity. And this is why Israel should be kicked out from the United Nations and from all the ambassadors should be kicked out from all over the world because we cannot tolerate uh, uh, apartheid because apartheid, as we say, is a crime against the humanity. How do you, how come that all these countries uh, uh, open their uh, capital for Israeli ambassadors who represent uh, uh, this apartheid state. I will tell you one thing. In the past, Ireland played a very, very uh, important role in, 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 in fighting apartheid in South Africa. And I hope that the Irish people and the European people and the American people and the whole, all peoples of the world, loving, peace-loving people, freedom-loving people, will rise up to help the Palestinian people in order to get their own rights to live in honor and dignity. All we seek is our right to self-determination, to live in our own land in Palestine, because we, the Palestinians did not come to Europe or to any other country to occupy their land. The Palestinians, the Palestinians are defending their land against uh, hordes of Zionists who were sent from Europe, from America, from the world to occupy Palestine. So we are under occupation and we are colonized. 
and the uh, Zionists are coming from all over the world, even volunteers, they sent not only weapons, they sent volunteers and weapons in order to kill the Palestinians. But I'll tell you one thing, even if they committed massacres, genocide or so on and so forth, this violence generates violence. The Palestinian people will always be willing to fight for their own rights and for their own right to live in honor and dignity and peace uh, against those fascists, this fascist regime, Zionist regime, and those who supported the Palestinian people cannot be overcome at, at the end of the way, at the end of the day, we will win because we are proud of our humanity. We are proud of being human beings. We do not hate. We want to live in honor and dignity. Uh, uh, and I finish by what Emmett said once, in honor we live and in, in, in honor we die. Asad Abu Shark, um, I thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you for sharing what has got to be a very difficult moment for you and your family and friends and the people that we know are um, who are suffering right now. So I really appreciate you taking the time uh, and be kind to everybody at the moment because it is a very difficult time for, for so many. Uh, and if you are listening to this, and I know thousands of you are, make sure that you raise your voice and say, you know what, we can start with... with, with with, with boycotts we can start with sanctions we can start with political pressure we have to keep raising our voices because as uh, Afaf al-Najjar told me a few weeks ago when Gaza goes quiet because they cut down the communications we all have to speak louder thanks for listening folks and we will talk to you all very very soon take care bye bye Tony and Martin Martin and Tony speaking to interesting people only it's the Echo Chamber Podcast. Subscribe now on Patreon.